Counseling Ministry Counseling is not the act of making decisions for people but an act of helping people to understand the kind of decision they need to make. It's the act of helping people to understand the negative and positive consequences of decision people seek to make. This is the responsibility of you stepping into people's shoes to understand how they feel and then using your wisdom to suggest the way forward, in a way that fits their personality or peculiarity. A counselor is anyone that has the patient to listen to people with compassion and learn to understand what people are going through without their own judgment. They don't force or influence people to make decision according to their own person. They listen to people, understand these people's uniqueness and suggest what's best for people of that kind nature. You must understand that we are all human yet of different temperament and exposure to life and relationship. In counseling, two people might have similar situation but it does not mean they need similar solution. Learn to understand individual differences when dealing with people. Some abusive relationship can be mended while some abusive must end for the safety of the future of your client. Never generalize one man or lady's mistakes over other people you see. No tribe is special than another. If an Agala man has used his wife for money ritual that does not mean that all Agala men use their wife for ritual. We have individual difference in all tribes and culture. Never use fear as the first step in counseling any of your client. The fact that someone looks up to you for counseling does not mean you are smarter than them. Counseling people is a call to servanthood. It's a call to abandon your own person problem and help someone else figure out how their lives are going to be better and peaceful. It's a burden where you don't bring in your personal experience unless it can make the situation better. There is a difference between counseling someone and creating conflicts between people. Don't give any counsel that will inspire any of your clients to disrespect anyone or shy away from healthy clear conversation with anyone. Your duty is to reconcile people to the truth they need to know to make the right decision. Don't support the female gender and so doing, despise the right of every male involved in conflicts females brings to you for counseling. Don't support the male and despise the right of any female involved in any conflict people bring to you for counseling. In other to be a balanced counselor, you must have equal respect for both genders because no gender is greater than being human. Counseling is of different pattern. We have the e-counseling, this is the counseling you engage in through chats in any of the social media. We have phone counseling, this is the counseling you engage in through phone calls. We have one-on-one -on -one counseling, this is the counseling you engage in with people who are ready to sit physically present with you in the same location. As a counselor, you must be flexible to use any necessary approach to make sure that your client gets the right service or attention required. Counseling is not what you want for this person. It's not how you want this person to make decision, do things, or live their lives. It is about what is best for this person according to the peculiarity of their situation. The principle of values. Values are your beliefs. These are the things you have chosen to accept as truth. Every of your client must be able to understand and define their values. We have different aspect of beliefs. Physical value, this is the mindset you have set for yourself as in how you believe things should be physically. Spiritual values, these are beliefs you already have about spiritual matters. Social values, these are the beliefs you already have about social activities. 
Intellectual values, these are the beliefs you already have about ideas, information, thinking pattern, and intellectual activities. Emotional value, this is what you already believe about emotions, attitude, sexual urges, and romance. Every healthy relationship must be built on similar beliefs or relative beliefs. A Christian trying to build a martial journey with a Muslim will end in irreconcilable different. This is the place of faith. Encourage your client to build relationship with someone that of the same faith with them. For this is the first principle of cultivating healthy relationship. The principle of priority. This is the second most important aspect of cultivating a healthy relationship. Priority is the most important thing in your life. Things you can't compromise for anything. Things that reflect the secret behind what sustains you and gives you progress. Dating a lady that does not like sport and you have the profession of sport will end up in struggles because, your priority and her priority do not align. Values are beliefs. Priorities are necessities. Calling are dreams. Visions are foresight. Missions are life assignment. In other word, the first questions to ask your client when counseling them are, have you discovered yourself? What's your passion? What do you want to do with your life? What do you intend achieving in future? Anyone that lacks answers to these questions does not have what it takes to engage in a healthy relationship with anyone. You need to allow your client to understand that relationship must be engaged in via necessity. Until individuals in life cultivate a healthy life as a person, they can't succeed in cultivating healthy relationship with another person. We don't have abusive relationship, we only have abusive people in relationship with other people. Relationship is never the problem. Love is never the problem. Men are not the problem. Ladies are not the problem. Individuals who have failed to be responsible to cultivate healthy life before engaging in relationship with people is the major problem. If you are lazy, dating a hard-working person won't solve your problem. If you lack how to manage finance, dating or marrying a rich man won't solve your problem. If you have anger issue, dating or marrying someone that's patient won't solve your problem. Healthy relationship is not you expecting someone to be responsible for your own irresponsibility. It is not about blame someone for your own faults. The reason why some people don't like coming around you is because you are so unfriendly, nobody is gossiping you anywhere. Deal with your own personal issue, be comfortable with yourself, and enjoy your singlehood before you think of engaging a relationship with someone. Dating or marriage or wedding won't make you more confident, happier, and more fulfilled. If you don't have a personal confidence, joy, and personal fulfillment as a person, dating, courtship or marriage won't give it to you. You need to make your clients to understand this so they won't end up having expectations that won't show up and then start frustrating their lover or spouse for not meeting up to their expectations that does not exist. Out of your 100% expectation before you engage in any relationship, 60% of them will never see the light of the day. What brought you into engaging a relationship with someone won't be the same reason that will keep you or sustain the relationship. This brings me to the topic of needs. Self-discovery is the first asset to be acquired and understanding your needs is the second. Needs are necessities you can't do without. These are things you need to survive as a person. 
We have physical needs, social needs, intellectual needs, spiritual needs, emotional needs, and financial needs. In the aspect of needs, we have permanent needs and short-term needs. Permanent needs are the type that will last for years and the short-term needs are the type that won't last for months or years. There is more to learn about all these and these are not the peak of them. Daily keep trusting the Holy Spirit to send resource materials to you to help you grow and be rooted in Him daily. Dream is a desire and plan of creating a solution to problems or providing answers to the unanswered questions of life. It's different from wishing. It's not a mere desire, it's a driving force that channels all your strength towards achieving one single thing. It is present relevant and future conscious. You don't have a dream, it's the dream that possesses you and owns you. The first place dream used to gain access into your life is through your heart slash thought pattern. Dream is the reality of your purpose for existence. The mental picture of your purpose is what I call dreams. This is the power of desires and expectation to envision the possibility of expressing your purpose. Your purpose discovered through the knowledge of God's word is the strength of any dream. Having a dream is having an expectation but the content of that expectation you call dream must be the fulfillment of your purpose. There are many things people call dreams that have no link with the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Any life that is not born again in Christ will not be able to have a dream that is purpose consciousness. I am not just writing about dreams but a dream that is filled with the consciousness of divine purpose. A dream without a deliberate plan is like a gun without bullet. It is one thing to envision the future and the solution you intend to create, it's another thing to have a clear plan for the whole process. For every dream, there is a need for a plan, plans for discovering yourself and your assignment in that dream. We have plans for preparing yourself for what the dream will demand from you. We have plans for the people that will come to partner with you, their roles, your roles and the structure for teamwork. We have plans for handling setbacks and plans for turning every setback into a journey for lifting. We have plans for when, how, and why this assignment within this dream should be fulfilled. As you can read, planning and plans play a big role to the existence and fulfillment of any dream. The assignment and necessity of any dream is specific and change at different phases of life. What you call success in the previous season won't look like success in this present or future. You must never think or accept that the fulfillment of dreams is one-time deal. It's bigger than that, it's about you understand the need of your dream and what this generation expects from your dream in every season of life. Having a dream is having the faith for the possibility of something in the future or in the present. Anybody can dream means, anybody can have an expectation for the present or for the future. But few can have a dream that is purpose conscious. My point here now is not if you have a dream or not, do you have a dream that is divine purpose conscious? Do you have a dream with the interest of God at the center of it? Do you have a dream with your hunger to be useful to your generation? Do you have a dream that can accommodate God's expectation towards your existence? Do you have a dream that can accommodate and support God's plan for your existence? This is the kind of dream I intend for you to understand in the ebook. Life becomes punishment and time becomes unnecessary commodity when you approve a life without any expectation for the present and future with your involvement. Some people have dreams of what other people can do, should do, and must do for them or other people.
This is not the kind of dream I'm writing. This kind of dream is the one that has you at the center of the involvement, responsibility, and accountability. This is all about what you are expecting yourself to do, questions you are expecting your creativity to answer, and solution you are expecting your own capacity to solve. This is the kind of dreams I want to present to you. This is the time for you to embrace this insight. God's plan for your life is that you should consistently have a dream in every season or phase of your life, a dream that will constantly accommodate God's plan for you which is your purpose for existence. Another aspect of dreams that I want you to understand is, dream is about you becoming the reality of your full capacity and deploying them for the usage of God interest and benefit of humanity. Dream is not just about what to do here and in future alone, it is about who you were destined to become according to God's plan. In other words, dream is all about becoming your real self and doing what your real self have been ordained by God to do. Your real self is the divine purpose behind your birth. The real thing, the real you God has destined you to do is the assignment in your dreams. Until your divine purpose becomes the center spot and life of your dream, it is unhealthy and harmful to you. The fact you have envisioned your dream does not mean you will execute the dream. There is what I call the principle of timing. Until your action steps aligning with the timing of the activities of your dream, you will be frustrated. There is a time meant for discovering and learning about yourself and your dream. There is another time meant for planning, setting long goals, and short goals. There is another time meant to invest your personal effort, and there are times you allow partnership with other people whose dream complement or are compatible with your dream. There is another time meant for preparation of your talent, mindset, attitude, skills, and manner of approach that is healthy for you and your dream. There is another time meant for execution of the necessity the present season of your dream will demand from you. All these put together is what will make you and your dream healthy. Trying to skip this is like you jumping the necessary stages of life. Just like the fishes cannot survive without water, so you cannot exist without the consciousness of your dream and walking in them or functioning in them. Prince Victor Matthew Lead Mentor